0: Uh, chamomile, or, as the TikTok goes, chamomile. Yeah, so welcome to the 36th episode of the True North Witches podcast couple of housekeeping things before we continue do not forget to get your creepy stories in in three three episodes it will be our creepy cast uh, also don't forget to get in your question and answers for the boys uh, on the 50 for the 52nd episode uh, which is our one year yes so those are the couple of housekeeping things um, also, we have a Double Trouble, so we're, we're legitimately having a Creepy cast right before a Double Trouble. That's, that's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, it will be. Okay, I don't know if I've done this one or not, and I'm sure our subscribers will let me know. Um, but Jimmy Page was a witch. The legendary guitarist from Led Zeppelin followed the teachings of the infamous occult uh, occultist, Alistair Crowley. If you listen closely to the lyrics of many of many Zeppelin songs, Paige's uh, interest in old European paganism boils to the surface quite readily. And that's from our lovely Moody Moody.
1: You know, I don't think you said that one before. No, well, that's good.
0: Yeah. I, I try to check them off when I've done them so that I know which ones I've done and which ones I haven't done so I don't get confused. Yeah. Because my brain works like... Restricted section of the Hogwarts library.
1: Yes, yeah. and I'm not feeling intuitive, so we're just gonna
0: read what the book says. Fair enough. Fair enough. We have the seven of cups. Did you have to count that?
1: <laughs> yes,
0: seven of cups. We
1: got today. So, which deck are you using? I'm using the Wild Unknown deck. The Seven of Cups is not the most welcome card. It indicates you'll face temptation in many aspects of your life, whether it's cheating for pleasure or for money. You'll soon realize you've been building a house of cards. You may feel as though you can't see clearly, can't judge right from wrong or up from down. This is the spell of the Seven of Cups. It's best to remove yourself for a while. Step back until you can see straight again.
0: Once again, I don't feel as called out by the tarot reading this week.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe we're doing something right.
0: Like shadow work. Not like.
1: I mean like you're doing shadow work.
0: You basically made me do it. I'm using your gift. Mega (laughs) sense. No, I like it. It's a lot of fun and it gives me something like I do like one section every day so it mm-hmm. and for me that's really something because yeah I am often forgetful
1: um and so next we have um what are things our SS say yes yeah. so I have like, I have a good one me too mm-hmm. first so I don't know if you've seen the chilling adventures of Sabrina okay don't give me that look okay <laughs> You might not have watched it. I we watched the ending. Well, I, I haven't seen it yet. So okay. Well, um, I'm I'm not really ruining it for you, okay? Okay. But one of the things is um, Blackwood. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Blackwood um, creates an alternate dimension, and in this alternate dimension, witches are persecuted against, and um, sacrificed or whatever, not sacrificed, killed off anyways. And he's, one of the things he says is that witches are evil and feed off the flesh, uh, drink blood and feed, feeds off the flesh of babies. So Michael turns to me and goes, that's why you work in childcare. You can hide it. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, babe, you figured me out. I'm secretly Feasting on blood and eating the flesh of babies at work,
0: and I'm getting away with it. Shocker! I should have gone first because I can't top that one at the moment. So, oh my God. so we're trying to figure out kind of the incense sticks that I can and cannot burn at home because some TJ doesn't like very much. Um, the oh, cedar the, the cedar wood nobody likes, like, we're trying to figure out which ones we'd like and which one we don't. Yeah, patchouli, good sandalwood <laughs> is his favorite. He's okay with cinnamon because it smells like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Nog Champa, he did not like it because it made it, the, the back of his throat feel fun. Mm. And I was just then it's doing its in. job. Yeah. What?
1: It's doing its job. Gets rid of the negativity.
0: I should not have taken That's
1: <laughs> urgent. So this week I'm going to be talking about the witch's magical tool, the wand.
0: And I will be talking about incense, as we talked about the sensor already.
1: Um so wands. Um a wand is a thin, lightweight rod that is held with one hand and is traditionally made of wood, but may also be made of other materials such as metal or plastic. A wand that is used for magical purposes is often called a magic wand, rather than simply a wand. Wands are distinct from scepters, which have greater thickness are held differently and have relatively large top ornaments on them. In modern times, wands are usually associated with stage magic or supernatural magic. But there have been other uses, all stemming from the original meaning as a synonym of rod and verge, a stick that is used for reaching, pointing, drawing in the dirt and directing other people. It's one of the earliest and simplest of tools. Wands are used in the, in the hermetic order of the Golden Dawn, Selma and Wicca, and by independent practitioners of magic. Wands Are introduced in the occult via the 1200s Latin grimoire, the oath bound book of Honorius uh, and the wand idea from the book of Honorius, along with various other ideas from that grimoire, into the 1500s grimoire, the Key of Solomon. The Key of Solomon became popular among occultists for hundreds of years. In 1888, there was the publication of an English translation of the Key of Solomon by Samuel Mathers, one of the co-founders of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, uh, which made the text of the Key of Solomon available to the Anglophone world. Um, That 1888 English version inspired Gerald Gerald Gardner, uh, the creator of Wicca, to incorporate the wand and various other ritual objects into Wicca.
0: You have trouble with his name, like every single time, right? It's it's because he's um he's at
1: this he's at the basis of a lot of uh, what people see as witchcraft and Wicca today. Um, so I was going to say that apparently the thing going around right now is that Wicca in itself is cultural appropriation. Have you heard of this? Because Wicca technically was created um, based on practices, uh, of other pagan cultures and created one. And Wicca technically used to be a closed
0: practice
1: until, um, they realized that was stupid.
0: To be fair, I don't really have an opinion because I am a witch, not, I'm a pagan witch. I'm not a Wiccan witch. I do not follow the Wiccan path. So I myself do not actually have. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I I feel the same way. I, I get gatekeeping. Yes. Certain things in witchcraft that should not be gatekept. I also feel like closed practices should keep their practices. But I also feel like those who have decided to, to open certain sects of their practice, of the practice, yeah. should be allowed to keep those open. But people who want to keep their sects of a certain practice closed are also welcome to do so as well. Okay. A little like on that. the fence about that because, yes, I get it, because we are so adamant that closed practices such as voodoo or Native American practices, if they don't want to share it, they shouldn't be shared. Whereas True it's kind of double standard if we should say that Wicca should be shared if we're also saying, if they don't want to, if we're also saying that voodoo and Native American should not be kept pra- uh, closed practices true. So it's a bit of a, I feel like it's a bit of a double standard for people to be mad that Wicca wants to keep their doors closed.
1: True. Makes a lot of sense. Back to wands. Um, Side note rant. Uh, The creators of the Golden Dawn got their idea to use a wand as well as their other main ritual objects, dagger, sword, hexagramic pentacle, and cap. From the writings of the mid-1800s occultist author Eliphas Levy. Levy himself mentioned most of all of these those objects all except for the cup in his writings because they are in the key of Solomon whereas he got the cup from the tarot suit of cups. In Levy's 1862 (coughs) book of philosophy Occulte, occulte he wrote a fake excerpt of Hebrew of a Hebrew version of the Keef Solomon, and that fake excerpt was part of the inspiration for the Golden Dawn's ritual objects, and especially their lotus wand. Hmm. He wrote a fake a fake excerpt. Hmm, and that became the basis for their ritual stuff. What? Right. I, I when I when I first found that, I was like. Mm- Uh, The ceremonial magic of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn uses several different types of wands for different purposes, the most prominent of which are the Fire Wand and the Lotus Wand. In Wicca, wands are traditionally used to summon and control angels and genies, but have later come to also be used for general spellcasting. Wands serve a similar purpose to athames, virtual daggers, though the two objects have their distinct uses. An athame is used to command, whereas a wand is seen as more gentle and is used to invite or encourage. Wands are traditionally made of wood. Practitioners usually prune a branch from, the oak, from an oak, hazel, or other tree. may <coughs> they even buy wood from a hardware store and then carve it and add decorations to personalize it. The wand also can, can also purchase ready-made wands. In wicca, the wand usually represents the element air or sometimes fire following the Wiccan author, Raymond Buckland, who got his element association from the Golden Dawn. Although contemporary wand makers also create wands for the elements of earth and water. Those ones are like specifically made for um, the elements of earth and water, like that was the whole purpose. So um, in tarot, the suit of wands is one of the four suits in the 1909 Rider-Waite-Smith occult tarot deck and other later tarot decks that are based upon the deck. The suit of wands replaced the suit of bat- uh, the suit of batons from earlier non-occult tarot decks. The writer Waite-Smith tar- er, tarot deck also replaced the suit of coins from earlier non-occult decks with a suit of pentacles. The writer Waite-Smith tarot deck was designed by two members of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, Arthur Edward Waite and Pamela Coleman Smith. Waite- provided the general guidelines of the deck, including the names of the four suits and thus the suit of wands and detailed guidelines for the designs of the major arcana. And he hired Smith to, be the, to do the painting, <coughs> to make original artwork for the minor arcana. Wait instructed Smith to not paint actual wands in the wand cards, but rather to paint large tree trunk staffs with some foliage growing on them. best to make an association between wands and um, Eliphas Levy's phrase, the flowering rod of Aaron.
0: We also have in Wicca, and they do kind of also rep- is a staff, which is yes, you know, well, we understand what a staff is. But yeah. it, it's funny that in the decks like you could look at it and if you didn't like see the name of the card on the bottom, you could take it as a liberation and call them stabs instead of wands.
1: Yeah, um, so this was to make an association between the wands, um, Eliphas Levy's phrase, the flowering rod of Aaron from Levy's fake fragment of the key of Solomon. I just find that interesting. You know? So in fiction, the concept of magic wands was used by the ancient Greek writer Homer in his books, the Iliad and the Odyssey. In all cases, Homer used the word rhabdos, which means rod, and implies something that is thicker than the modern concept of the wand. In those books, Homer wrote that magic wands were used by three different gods, namely Hermes, Athena, and Circe. In the Iliad, Homer wrote that Hermes generally used his wand to make people sleep and wake up. In the Odyssey, Homer wrote that Athena used her magic wand to make Odysseus old and then young again, <coughs> and that Circe used her magic wand to turn Odysseus's men into pigs. Um, in Italian fairy, uh, fairy tales put wands into the hands of the powerful fairies by the late middle ages. In the 1700s, ballad Alison Gross and the Lily Worm in the Miracle of the Sea, the villainesses used silver wands to transform their victims into animals. Uh, in the mid-1900s, the MGM and Disney Media companies popularized magic wands uh, f- through four films in which wands were wielded by benevolent female fairy characters, um, such as in The Wizard of Oz, um, Pinocchio, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty. Magic wands commonly feature in works of fantasy fiction as spell casting tools. Few other common denominations, denominators exist. So the capabilities of a wand vary widely. In the J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, the first book of which was published in 1987, uh, personal wands were common as necessary tools to challenge out each other, each character's magic, and were also used in weapon or used as weapons in magical duels. Um, and it's the one that chooses the owner. Um, so I've got a little tidbit um, for how to, how to choose your own wand, because that's really all I have for what, like, um, what a wand is. So um, this website had put together a list of uh, woods and their magical properties, which may aid in your choice of your wand. There are many different qualities to each wood, which can vary greatly depending upon the path the wand took during the growth and how it has been affected by the elements. Sometimes the wand's aura will be completely opposite to the woods' properties. To this, we always feel that the wand that you are drawn to is destined for you, no matter what its original properties may be. So, wands and their magical properties. So um, an alder, an elder is the tree of fire, yet it, it also shares a strong connection with water, making it quite unusual tree. It is known as the king of woods and its properties include self-rejection, divination, healing, and anything connected with the element of fire and water. Apple, um, the apple tree is a symbol of immortality and love. Its properties include youth, beauty, and fertility above all. Its strongest connection, connections are with love. <laughs> <laughs> the ash tree was often used to make healing wands. Its other properties include protection, purification, and is said to possess power over water. Beech. Beech is a feminine tree which is ruled by Saturn and is believed to have the power to grant wishes. Carrying the wood can increase creative powers and free the imagination. Wild cherry. Cherry is excellent for divination, healing and love magic. It is a grounding wood that can bring calm to treated situations. Its other properties include creativity, prosperity, and passion. Cedar. Cedar wood is said to aid in money, love, and love matters. It will protect its user from evil forces and can also be used for healing and purification. Elder. Elder is a sacred tree. It is said that it should never be cut or burnt and wants to be made from fallen wood only. Believed to be the home of the elder mother, it is highly valued by ancient uh, Britons, Celts, and Romans alike. All parts of the elder benefit us, and is truly magical tree. Its properties include exorcism, protection, healing, and, proper- and uh, prosperity. Eucalyptus. Eucalyptus is a tree known for its nurturing and cleansing properties. Wands made from the wood of a eucalyptus tree are ideal for purification needs and exorcisms. Gorse. Uh, Gorse is associated with love, protection, and romance and can be used for, to further the romance of consensual relationships. It has strong protective powers and will guard against dark magic. Hawthorn, hawthorn trees are sacred to the Fae and they're part of the fairy triad where oak, ash, and thorn grow. The fairy folk are sure to go. Wands made from hawthorn are said to hold great power in properties including fertility, protection, defense, and happiness. Hazel. The hazel tree possesses wisdom and knowledge and is a very versatile wood, suitable for all types of magic. It is renowned for its white magic properties and divination powers. Holly. Holly is the wood of a true and just warrior. It represents the waning half of the year. The holly king rules and has the strongest protective qualities of all the woods. It will bring luck, especially to men, and is paired with ivy. Ivy is a feminine wood and will bring good luck, especially to women. It is paired with holly and used in hand fasting ceremonies. It promotes loyal and stable relationships and is loved by the Fae, for it represents all that is mystical and magical. Oak is known for its strength and endurance. It holds the power of protection and guards from evil. Any piece of oak carried will bring luck to the bearer. Uh, bearer. Its other properties include potency, fertility, healing, insight, and money. Rawan is the witch's tree. It is best used for protection. Placed above doorways. it will guard your home from evil spirits. It is also known for its divination and healing qualities and will aid psychic powers and bring success. And the last one on the list, Willow. Willow is a tree sacred to the goddess uh, and the moon. Any spell worked with a willow wand under the rays of the moon will increase its strength. Its properties include love, divination, healing, and all lunar magic. Um, so Basically, what they're saying um, when it comes to picking your own wand is um, go with what you're drawn to. That's really it. And those are just some examples of like different um, types of woods you can use. (laughs) But you can also make ones out of like other things. I've seen them made out of metal, clay, anything.
0: I have, I have two, um, and Seth has seen them both. I love them both for separate purposes. Um, my my simple one is um, easier to travel. So if I'm traveling, it's easier to stick it more like pencil, just stick a pencil case in. I don't worry about it breaking because it is A, sturdy, and B, doesn't have any crystals or anything like that on it. It is simple as they come it is like I said it's green but it's also made out of oak but I also have a second wand that was a gift to me um and it is made of metal but has a rose quartz on one end and an amethyst on the other and they're both my favorite um, because they both have sentimental meaning to me
1: yeah I mean so I've my first one I made um for a stick I found it a park nearby And um, it recently broke. I was kind of upset. Because I've got to fix it. Oh, no. (laughs) Steffi! A crystal broke off. And it unraveled all of the wire. (laughs) And, yeah. My dog did it. And then the second one I bought um, at a shop uh, in uh, Bradford. Bradford. Bancroft. Bancroft. When we were there for my birthday. (laughs) Rocks. Yes, I said a whole bunch of names of different little towns near us. That started with a B. Um, that's all I have for once. So uh,
0: you're up. We talked about uh, incense burners and sensors yesterday. So I want to talk about a little bit about incense and what it is and different purposes of it. So incense, what is it? Uh, It has many forms, but in the simplest definition, it is any plant matter which is burned for its aromatic or spiritual properties. Most people are familiar with the Indian uh, agarbati sticks or small cones, but even raw plant material like Palo Santo wood chips or sweet grass can be considered incense. Popular forms of incense are sticks, spirals or coils cones loose powders or raw plant material and by raw plant material they also talk about resins too so don't think just of like the leafy plant of like a bay leaf or something like that when they uh, talk about plant material you can also use the resins which is like uh, copal and uh, dragon's blood and frankincense and myrrh and all those kinds of Uh, The history and benefits of burning it. The act of burning incense has been an important ritual since ancient times. It is believed to have originated in Egypt in the time of the Old Kingdom. It was once used by priests for uh, fumigating tombs. It has a long history of being used in conjunction with ceremonies, rituals, and spiritual and religious occasions. Incense burning was discovered in India and Southern Asia as early as 3300 BC. Used alongside worship and prayer, it was believed that burning incense could ward off evil spirits while purifying their surroundings. Over 2000 years ago, the trade of spices and incense played a significant role between the East and the West. In those days, the Middle Eastern incense route wound its way through the Middle East to the Mediterranean region where it was popularized by the Roman Empire. It's been estimated that 3,000 tons of incense traveled this route each year. What does incense do spiritually? The spiritual purposes of burning incense can vary based on the religious ceremony or intention during its use. Catholic churches <coughs> may burn frankincense to connect its community to the legacy of their founding patron. Palo Santo wood was burned during the height of the Incas to clear bad energy and has been more recently adopted by a growing community of energy-aware people. However, the question remains whether we should be burning it. Today, burning incense is synonymous with the practices of several diverse religions, including Catholicism, Buddhism, and Hinduism. But its use goes beyond spiritual as it is now commonly used in yoga studios, wellness offices, and our own homes. Incense and health. Is incense bad for you? Sitting around a campfire is as core to human behavior as walking on two legs and making abstract connections. Burning incense takes that activity down to a smaller level. There have been a few studies around incense smoke and the impact on human health. Some of these studies could be considered biased, paid for by tobacco companies. The quality of materials can vary, so it's important to buy incense that lists its ingredients. A one insidious type of ingredient continues to creep into these incense mar- the incense market, making expensive resins appear to be cheaper with the use of synthetic fragrances. Synthetic versus natural fragrances and in incense. Traditionally, incense was made with tree resins Oh, aromatic herbs and woody plants. In today's commercial incense market, it's much more difficult to find something made with high quality materials. Much of the incense found on store shelves these days is a combination of artificial fragrances and unstably uh, harvested plants. Synthetic fragrances have been known to cause headaches and skin irritations in the short term. They can even have even more serious adverse effects on our health in the long run. Ritual Traditions and Incense Magic The most traditional way to use incense in ritual is to place a loose blend of dried herbs and or resin granules in a censer. The censer may be hung from chains like those used in the Catholic Church and carried around the circle as it is cast and or set to one side of the Wiccan altar to burn throughout the ritual proceedings. Alternatively, some Wiccans like to use a small cauldron as their censer, which harkens back to prior centuries. Because loose incense can be somewhat labor-intensive, requiring charcoal and a heat-proof dish of some sort, many people opt to use incense sticks or cones, which still require holders, but involve less preparation and a somewhat lower risk of fire. If you're just starting out, this simpler approach may be the way to go, but do yourself a favor and try loose incense at some point in your practice. In addition to burning during formal Wiccan ritual, incense is also used as an offering and may be placed before images of deities in a permanent shrine. It is also often burned during spell work as the scented smoke can facilitate an ideal state of mind, both focused and relaxed for working successful magic. Furthermore, most herbs, spices, barks, and roots have specific magical qualities which can be matched with the purpose of the spell work. Some people also like to use the smoke from the incense as a sort of scrying tool, watching for images of the deities being invoked in ritual or other pictorial images that might come through. Uh, Depending on the specific ingredients of the incense, the smoke may also be used to purify ritual tools and other magical items. Benefits of burning incense. Incense uh, calms and focuses. Essential oils of plants like rosemary, peppermint, and citrus have been shown to improve mental cognition, clarity, and focus. Reduce stress and anxiety. Some herbs are specifically known for their ability to ease anxiety and curb stress. aid sleep, Complement a yoga or meditation practice. Incense has a reputation for being associated with yoga and meditation. Given that some of the essential oils most commonly used scent in scent incense sticks help ease stress and increase focus, burning incense is a perfect addition to a yoga and meditation routine. Stimulate creativity. Burning incense can help boost creativity and flow state by clearing and stimulating the mind. Purify your space. Buddhist monks have been using incense to purify their atmosphere for thousands of years. The simple pleasures of enjoying a lovely scent. Of course, the simple act of enjoying a smell is a benefit in its own right. Taking in pleasurable aromas actually has the ability to make us happier, trigger fond memories, and boost our moods. And that information was from SeaWitchBotanicals.com and WiccaLiving.com because I kind of meshed them and forgot to put um, where each of them were from. So um, some of it was from SeaWitchBotanicals.com and some of it was from WiccaLiving.com. Magical Properties of Incense. The spiritual meanings of fragrances and magical properties of incense will help focus your mind on achieving specific goals. Burning incense has a symbolic meaning that helps pagans focus their attention on the purposes of a ritual or magical work. Acacia, burned with sandalwood to stimulate the psychic powers. African violet, burned for protection and to promote spirituality within the home. Allspice is burned to protect both good luck and money. Sorry, allspice is burned to attract both good luck and money. Aloes are burned to attract good fortune, love, spiritual vibrations, and strength. Althea is burned for protection and to stimulate the psychical powers. Amber is burned for love, comfort, happiness, and healing. Ambergris burned for dreams and uh, is an aphrodisiac. Angelica is burned for protection, harmony, integration, insight, and uh, understanding so stability and meditation. Anise seeds are burned as a meditation and emotional balance incense. Basil is burned to exercise and protect against evil entities such as demons and unfriendly ghosts and to attract fidelity, love, good luck, sympathy, and wealth. This is also an excellent incense to use while performing love divinations, also, burned for concentration. Sensitiveness, decisiveness, trust, integrity, enthusiasm, mental clarity, cheerfulness, confidence, and courage. They is burned to facilitate the psychic power and to induce prophetic dreams and visions. Bayberry is burned mainly to attract money and also burned for protection, happiness, and control. Benzoin is burned for purification, uh, astral projection, clears negative energy, emotional balance, eases sadness, depression, weariness, grief, anger, anxiety, and to attract prosperity. Bergamot is burned for money, prosperity, uplifting of spirits, joy, protection, concentration, alertness, confidence, balance, strength, courage, motivation, and assertiveness. This torque is burned often with frankincense as a powerful incense to aid divination. Bracken is burned in outdoor fires to magically produce rain. Cardamom is burned for mental clarity, concentration, confidence, courage, enthusiasm, and motivation. Carnation is burned for protection, strength, healing, love, and lust. Cedar is burned for purification, to stimulate or strengthen the psychic powers, attract love, prevent nightmares, and heal various ailments, including head colds. Cedar wood is burned for healthy, or for healing, purification, protection, money, balance, Grounding, clarity, insight, and wisdom, and it is also not my favorite. as a has tense. Um, it smells like not very good baby powder. Um, it is not a favorite of TJ's, Stephanie, or mine, as we have all smelled it. Mm. <laughs> not not very not not a very good scent. You might like no. it, but we don't. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Chamomile, or as the TikTok goes, chamomile, (laughs) um, is burned for harmony, peace, calm, spiritual, and inner peace. Cinnamon is burned for protection and to attract money, wealth, prosperity, business, success, stimulate or strengthen the psychic powers, and aid in healing. It is also burned for stimulation, strength, and lust. Citron is burned in rituals to aid healing and also to strengthen the psychic powers. Citronella is burned for cleansing, warding off healing and exorcism. Clove, which I almost bought today while I was at the dollar, that dollar store. Uh, clove is burned to dispel negativity, purify sacred and magical spaces, attract money and stop or prevent the spread of gossip. Also burned for pain relief, Intellectual stimulation, business business success, wealth wealth, ooh, prosperity, divination, exorcism, protection, eases fears, improves memory and focus. Uh, Coconut is burned for protection. Copal is burned for purification, uplifting spirits, protection, exorcism, spirituality, and to attract love. Cypress is burned for strength, comfort. Healing eases anxiety, stress, self-assurance, confidence, physical vitality, willpower, and concentration. Damiana is burned to facilitate psychic missions. Dittany of Crete is burned to conjure spirits and to aid in divinations, astral projection, especially when mixed with equal parts of benzoin, sandalwood, and vanilla. Dragon's blood is burned to dispel negativity, exercise evil supernatural entities, courage, purification, attract love, and restore male potency. Many witches also burn dragon's blood for protection when spell casting and invoking. When, to, uh, when added to other incenses, dragon's blood makes their magical powers all the stronger. campaign. Is burned to strengthen the clairvoyant powers and scrying abilities, divination by gazing. Eucalyptus, you burn for healing, purification, and protection. Fern is burned in outdoor fires to magically produce rain, also used to exercise evil supernatural entities. Frankincense is burned to dispel negativity, spiritual, uh, spirituality, purified magical spaces. Consecration, protect against evil, exorcism, aid meditation, astral strength, induce psychic visions, courage, protection, attract good luck, and harbor pagan deities. Fumatory is burned to exorcise demons, poltergeists, and evil supernatural en- entities. Langal is burned to break the curses cast by sorcerers. Virginia is burned for peace, love, and healing. Ginger you burn for wealth, lust, love, and magical pow- uh, power. Jingseng root is burned to keep wicked spirits at bay and for protection against all forms of evil. Gotu is burned to aid meditation. Heather is burned to conjure beneficial spirits and to magically produce rain. Hibiscus flower is burned to attract love, lust, and also for divination. Honeysuckle can be burned to attract money, happiness, friendship, and healing. Whorehound is burned as an offertory incense to the ancient Egyptian god Horus. Hyacinth can be burned for happiness and protection. Jasmine is burned to attract love and money and also to induce dreams and a prophetic nature, purification, wisdom, and astral projection. Juniper is burned to stimulate or increase the psychic powers and also to break curses, exorcism, and hexes cast by evil sorcerers. It is also burned for calming, perfection, and healing. Lavender is burned to induce rest and sleep. Surprise, surprise. And to attract love, especially of a man, also burned for cleansing, healing, happiness, and relaxation. Lemon is burned for healing, love, and purification. grass is burned for mental clarity. Lilac can be burned to stimulate or increase the psychic powers and to attract harmony into one's life. Lotus is burned to elevate mood, protection, spirituality, healing, and meditation. Mace can be burned to stimulate or increase the psychic powers. Mastic we burn to conjure beneficial spirits stimulate or increase the psychic power and intensify sexual desires the magical powers of others increases are greatly increased. or sorry the magical powers of other incenses are greatly increased when a bit of mastic is added muskeet is a mag- uh, is magical powers of all healing incenses are greatly increased when mesquite is added. Mint can be burned to increase sexual desire, exercise evil supernatural entities, conjure beneficial spirits, and attract money. It is also it also possesses strong healing vibrations and protective powers. Musk can be burned for aphrodisiac as an aphrodisiac, prosperity, and courage. Myrrh is burned often with frankincense for purification, consecration, healing, exorcism, and banishing evil. Myrrh also aids meditation rituals and was commonly burned on altars in ancient Egypt as an offering to deities, oh, sorry, offering to deities Isis and Ra nutmeg is burned to aid meditation stimulate or increase the psychic powers and to attract prosperity oak moss is burned for money and attraction orange is burned for divination love luck and money patchouli which we all have probably smelled at some point is burned to attract money love and growth Mastery, spirituality, and also to promote fertility. Peppermint can be burned uh, for energy, mental stimulant, exorcism, and healing. Pine is burned for purification and to banish negative energies, exorcise evil supernatural entities, and attract money, as well as break hexes and return them to their senders. Also burned for grounding, strength, cleansing, and healing poppy seeds are burned to promote female fertility and to attract love, good luck and money. rose is burned to increase courage, induce prophetic dreams, house blessing. for house blessing, fertility, healing and attract love. incense is used in all forms of love enchantment and possesses the strongest love vibration of any magical insect. Rose geranium is burned for courage and protection. Rosemary can be burned to purify, aid in healing, prevent nightmares, preserve youthfulness, dispel depression, attract fairy folk, and promote restful sleep and pleasant dreams. Rue is burned to help restore health sage and i'm going to put this in here as a side note please do not be burning white sage unless you are within the closed practice and which white sage is burned Um, so you can use common sage from your garden blue sage anything like that just please don't use white sage and that is burned for protection against all forms of evil it is also burned to purify sacred spaces and ritual tools. Plus, it is great for promoting wisdom, clarity, attract money, and aid in the healing of the body, mind, and soul. Sage bush is burned to aid healing and to banish negative energies and evil supernatural entities. Sandalwood is burned to exorcise demons and evil ghosts, conjure beneficial spirits, and promote spiritual awareness. Incense is also used by many witches for protection, astral projection, healing rituals, and in wish magic. Solomon's seal is burned mainly as an operatory incense to ancient pagan deities. Star seeds are burned to stimulate or increase the psychic powers. Strawberry is burned to attract love and for luck. Sweet grass can be burned to conjure beneficial spirits prior to spell casting. Sweet peace, burned for friendship, love, and courage. Time can be burned for the purification of magical spaces prior to rituals to aid in healing and to attract good health. Vanilla can be burned to attract love, increase sexual desire, and improve the powers of the mind. Vervain is burned to exercise evil and supernatural energy. Betty Bear can be burned to break curses, exorcism, for protection against black magic, And It can also be used to attract money, peace, and love. Violet is burned for wisdom, luck, love, protection, and healing. Willow is burned to avert evil, attract love, and promote healing. It is also used by many witches as an operatory incense for pagan lunar deities. Wisteria is burned for protection against all forms of evil, Wormwood can be burned to stimulate or increase the psychic powers. And when mixed with sandalwood and burned at night in a cemetery, wormwood is said to be able to conjure spirits from their graves. And yarrow is burned to arrow courage. Oh, sorry. Arrow courage and exorcism. Ylang-ylang. The herb so good we say it twice. It is burned for love, harmony, and euphoria. And that was from ravenandchrome.com. I would like to state two things actually. If you are allergic to any of those, um, please use an alternative. Um, or if you're looking for a specific spell or anything like that and it has a specific incense, but you're not feeling drawn to that incense, you're feeling drawn to another incense. Please use your great knowledge and your intuition and pick the incense that calls to you for that particular spell. Don't just use peppermint because it's supposed to be used in that spell. If you are feeling that you should use patchouli, but it has none of the properties for that spell, your deities or some higher power or your instinct and intuition is telling you to use that because the spell will work better that way. But that is all I had for you for incense for today. I will get that. I want to do a little tutorial uh, on incense and charcoal incense because charcoal incense can be a little bit finicky to light. So you'll see that on our uh, YouTube. So you can find our YouTube at True North Witches.
1: You can also catch us on Facebook at True North Witches.
0: You can always email us anything. We're here. We're an open ear. It doesn't have to be witchcraft related. If you just need some sisters or aunties to event to because you've got no one, you can always find us uh, at our Gmail, which is truenorthwitches at gmail.com.
1: You can also find us on Instagram at truenorthwitches.
0: On TikTok at truenorthwitches.
1: On our website, www.truenorthwitches.com.
0: Our Twitter, where we hardly ever tweet at True North Witches.
1: I mean, hardly. We never tweet. We never Hard tweet. Dice. <laughs> you can also find us on Patreon. Just type in True North Witches in the search bar. R T N W podcast.
0: That's all we have for you this week, witches. And uh, we definitely want your questions um, for our. 50 second episode with the boys. So don't forget to email us those. We also have one creepy cast uh between then and now. Actually two creepy casts between then and now. So please, please, please get us your creepy stories in. We want to hear them. We would love to know that we're not the only one.
1: (laughs) We love we love a good scary, you know?
0: We do. But always give those an email. Like we said, you can email us those at truenorthwitches at gmail.com. But in the meantime, have a wonderful week, witches. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Uh, yeah.
1: bye, guys.